People invent things because society has problems that need solving. Necessity is the mother of invention, a well-known saying by ancient Greek philosopher Plato. Our world is full of chemicals that are making us and our planet sick. Almost everyone has a family member who's had cancer, and people are getting it at younger ages now. We want to avoid suffering. So how do we do that? We have to clean up the chemicals in our lives. The big companies are not putting out the safest products for us. They're creating the cheapest products, and that starts with chemicals and additives. We have to show them that we won't accept their unhealthy product options and purchase from companies that align with our standards of health. Put our money where our mouth is. Buy from companies that care about people and the planet. Companies that are dedicated to cleaning up our world for the next generation, because it matters. Welcome everybody to Health Talk with Dr. Cal. This is episode seven and I'm your host, Nikki Sterner. We are getting in today to Dr. Kell's story of how he created Ocean Bay Naturals, which is going to be pretty interesting, I think. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing more. Can you tell us, Dr. Kell, how did you get into that? Well, we briefly in previous uh, podcasts kind of touched on things, but and you've heard Ocean Bay Naturals is one of the sponsors. Um, the story really began probably I don't know, a year and a half ago. Um, well, maybe began many years ago, but <laughs> but but the beginning of of uh, all this really began then, and it started with uh, I, I like to grow things. I plant seeds and try to grow things, and and I had uh, uh, for those of you who ever have ever eaten a jackfruit, um, I like jackfruit. Wait, and what is a jackfruit? Jackfruit is like they're like the size of a watermelon, but they're really bumpy on the outside. Okay, they're kind of rough. Have you ever seen one of those? Yeah, I think so. You know, you can go look Google Google jackfruit if you've never seen one before. Uh, anyway, I had some seeds, and I planted those seeds, and some time went by, and and all of a sudden, four of them started growing, and uh, um, as they grew, they all got to oh a foot or so high, and then all of a sudden they didn't start, they didn't look so good. And three of them actually died. One of them, one of them was probably, oh, I don't know, maybe close to two feet tall. And it, it started getting sick as well. Mm. Um, and I was a little frustrated and, and I had a friend who works for a nursery, called him on the phone and he said, send me some photos. And so I took some photos, sent them over to him. And he says, it looks like it has a fungus. I said, oh, that's interesting. Mm. I had also uh, not, you know, kind of related to a similar time. For years, I had, uh, I, I found it, you know, we use minerals, uh, bodies lacking in lots of minerals, and and some of those minerals are, are antifungal. And so I got to thinking, hmm, you know, I, I'd like to cure this tree. Um, the stuff I have is antifungal. I I began uh, manufacturing my my own minerals, um, created a formula, and and started putting it on the tree. And uh, within a few weeks, all the new growth came out good. Wait, you just manufactured your own minerals? Yes. How does someone do that? Um, it well, happens. It, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it. Uh, um, Scientist in you. I guess. I mean, I, I had learned, you know, long ago, you know, in science classes that uh, you you can, uh, through electrolysis, uh, break off mineral ions off of minerals and uh, into the water 
Um, and then those little tiny ions, you pour them into a plant, you can drink them, they, and they're absorbed by the body and, and benefit the body. Um, and so I started uh, doing that. And, and uh, it worked. You act like that's something so easy that anyone could do. It's hilarious. Actually, I'm not going to go into detail about it because anybody could do it, and it is pretty simple. Okay. And I don't need more competitors. So anyway, um, so you so, so you want to learn how to do it? Go look it up yourself. I'm sure you could find it online. But anyway, um, I I created this concoction, you might say, and used it on the plants and and or on the tree, and the tree got better and. It started growing. I have photos, and we'll post some of those photos of uh, of the tree. Uh, you'll be able to see those eventually online on our site. Um, but anyway, so the jackfruit tree got better. And uh, as I saw that, I thought, hey, you know what? I've got a friend of mine who owns a nursery, um, and he's he grows and sells over 600,000 houseplants a year. And I called him on the phone, and I said, hey, Eric, um, do you lose any plants to uh, to fungus or disease? And he says, oh, yeah, we throw out probably 20,000 plants a year. Uh, and we got to get rid of them immediately, immediately because once they get sick, it'll it'll just spread through the whole nursery. Ooh. And uh, so we take them out and throw them out. And, and I said, can I get some of those plants? And he brought me over 48 plants. And uh, we gave him our solution for 10 days. <clears throat> and uh, um, about 90% of them within six weeks, all the new growth on them w was good. And and then there was a there was about 10% left that still didn't seem quite like there is. So we did another round and they were good too. So literally we had a 100% cure rate. Oh, wow. Um, took them back to Eric and I said, hey, wow, we can, you don't have to throw away 20,000 plants. Guess what he said to me? What? He said, "Give me, give me some time to think about this whole thing through and and figure out if it's cost effective." Well, he came back to me after a couple of weeks, and you know we figured out the cost of of the solution as well as his labor, time, and and equipment and everything involved with uh, creating a like an infirmary at his at his <laughs> at his place for sick plants. And he said, "Can't do it." Oh, and I said, "What?" He says, "Yeah, um, the cost of uh, of." Um, Labor is too high. It really came down to the labor factor. He he, uh, because someone would have to be monitoring and paying attention to to everything, and it just wasn't cost effective. It was cheaper for him to throw them away. It was like a plant hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, wasn't cost effective. So, however, and my initial intention intention of going to him, of course, I would have hoped he could have you know, purchased the solution and used it on his plants and, and made him, you know, d done well with that. Um, but my real intent was to create something that I could offer to the public and people could use in their home and on their house, mm. on, on their home gardens and, and, and their house plants. And I've, I've given the solution to, uh, people. I, I mean, it works great on, uh, on, uh, uh, tomato plants, uh, fungus from tomato plants, mm -hmm. um, Many different things. I've I've even created other formulas that work well on uh, uh, on the pests to uh, citrus trees and, and fruit trees. And so we're developing another line of products aside from Ocean Bay Naturals. The actual as, as all this 
began to develop, I formed a corporation. It's called Eartha Corp. Okay. Um, about the earth, you know. Makes sense. Um, and right now we have four divisions. Ocean Bay Natural is the only one that we listed our first product on online, and we did that a couple of months ago uh, with our first line, which was all-natural deodorants. Um, but we also, and that's Ocean Bay Naturals, we, we also have for the home and garden department, or division is Jack's Organics. Uh, um, okay. the, uh, we, we named it Jack's Organics for two reasons. One, because the jackfruit tree was the thing that I first uh, had had benefit one, and the other because I always liked Jack and the Beanstalk. And so, uh, I, you know, and Jack's always making things grow, right? He had the magic beans. So he's, he was a natural green thumb. So That's funny. I like that. Jack's Organics. Yeah. Um, then the other one, I, I always liked pets. I always had cats and dogs. Okay. Um, and so we have a pet line coming out called uh, the, that, that division is called Pet Lovers Naturals. Okay. And then the third one, um, because it is such a huge industry and there's so many foul ingredients that are being put into even those things called natural today is, is skincare products. Mm. And so that division is going to be called Faye Adderley skincare, uh, all natural skincare. And so those divisions are in the process of being created. Those products are in the process of being developed. Wait, hold on. Go okay. back. Faye Adderley. What, why the name? Faye Adderley. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an interesting name, actually. That that's a story in and of itself. I don't know. Maybe that's a whole another podcast. But uh, oh, please tell um, us. Basics. Um, I my my roots are from Ireland and and Scotland, and uh, Faye. I I was just sitting thinking about okay. I wanted to create a skincare division uh, because as you're thinking of natural things and benefits to people, there, there's just so many products on the market that aren't good. And so I began thinking about, okay, what, uh, I, I kind of always, I, I guess I'm kind of into sci-fi and, and mystical things in a sense of, you know, I always like those stories. And so fairies came from that part of the world. Um, and fae means fairy. Mm. Uh, and it kind of gave me a theme to it centered around the, uh, the products. Um, uh, Adderley is actually means woodland. Um, so fairy woodlands. Uh, Faye Adderley, and uh, but we can go into more more detail about that maybe another time. But that that's how that name came about. Where does your silver products? Where does that fit in? Oh yeah, we never really talked about. Well, that that's one of the minerals that we created. Um, uh, nano silver. Uh, nano silver is and it has been around forever. I mean, there's stories of silver going back to the dark ages and and. Uh, how, how, you know, you probably heard the story or the term blue bloods. Um, they say those that, uh, the wealthy that, uh, used silver for all their, you know, that these are, these are stories. I don't know if we can claim them as fact, but, but I think there is always some basis of truth in these types of things that they, uh, they were basically immune to the plague and the silver, silver has oh. antifungal, antibacterial and antiviral properties. Uh, enough research to, to prove that, though it's not a product approved for the FDA as a sanitizer or anything else, it it has good benefits and is being sold. And our product will be sold as an as an immune support product, um, and it and it is in some of our other products um, because it does have those those antifungal and antiviral antibacterial benefits. Um, blue blood. So that you're saying they call the, them well. They call them blue buds because. Of, 
often people who are exposed to silver in an extensive way, um, and you'll find this if if you Google kinds of things with about colloidal or nano silver. There is a difference between the two. Colloidal silver has lar- is larger particles and it's often yellow, whereas mm. whereas nano silver you'll find is clear. The particles are much tinier and they're more better utilized by the body than the colloidal is. Um, but the colloidal they're they're kind of used interchangeably because they don't you know the promoters of it have not made a clear distinction but that's the distinction i would make and you'll find that in research too where the scientists call you know colloidal is the larger particles and is often it's yellow because um the particles are larger in the way they reflect light um oh. makes it look yellow oh. interesting that is interesting um so anyway you'll that answer your question. So right now you said the products that you have out are your deodorant and your um, your nano silver. Yes. Okay. Um, where can people find them? OceanBayNaturals.com. Uh, we've got them on eBay, Walmart, um, Etsy, and uh, Amazon. Okay. So I love Rainforest. How many different scents do you have? We have eight different fragrances and one unscented. And so when you say fragrance... You mean how it smells? Essential oil, though you're not yes. saying chemical. Just nope, to nope. clarify, there's that's right. Because I'm sensitive to fragrance. Like in the ingredient list, when it says fragrance, I put it down on the shelf because I know. Oh, I will get a headache. You're right, and that, a lot of people so. do think the word fragrance. I, I guess a better word is scent. Um, yeah. But that uh, is the way it smells, and those those that scent, or what I. I guess i got to stop using the word fragrance if a lot of people are relating the word fragrance to something artificial. I do. Um, because the way our products smell, that smell or that odor, scent, comes from the essential oils, which are naturally created when the essential oil is created. Um, you know, citrus smells, um, you know, there's orange essential oils, there's grapefruit, there's there's a, a bergamot and neroli actually have uh, co- come from different forms of citrus plants. So they, wow. they are also considered citrus. Um, and many other fragrances we've used. Um, most come from flowers, come, some come from trees, um, mm. but they're all coming from nature, plant life. Uh, some are cold pressed. Some some are distilled, um, but they're distilled in natural ways, and and chemicals aren't used that, that intermix with the oils. And the way your deodorant works is different because how? Well, we could we could make two podcasts probably discussing deodorants and all the different ways they work. But we um, one of the reasons I choose chose the deodorant. Uh, op- you know, and why we decided to go with that in the beginning because it was fairly simple to make. Easy, the products and the and the uh, oils were easy to to get, um, and it's all liquid. We stuck with liquid for a reason. Um, you look at the many of the deodorants on the market today; they're solids. Uh, solid is probably the most popular, um, and and the stick deodorants with aluminum have always been used for years uh, because aluminum does work if you don't want to sweat. Um, use aluminum. It's not good for your body. Uh, and the reason it works is because it clogs your sebaceous, your skin pores, mm. uh, and shuts down the sebaceous glands, which produces the oils that is your part of your skin protective barrier on your skin. Um, and it shuts down the sweat glands. It basically clogs the pores, so those don't work. So you get a backup of toxins into your system. 
Um, no proof uh, as of yet, and probably shouldn't even mention it, but I think people need to be aware that uh, they are linking now uh, and considering that the possibilities of things like lymphoma and other cancers that can, can occur in, in those regions, um, because of the fact that you basically stop the function of, of those glands. Um, and you got a backup of, of waste in your system. So then it's got to be rerouted and get out another way. Um, Does that have anything to do with breast cancer? Don't know for sure, but it oh, okay. it is a concern, and it and it is something being investigated today. Okay. Um, the uh, I, I always steer people away from using aluminum today. Um, you know, aluminum's been linked to issues with the brain and cognitive functions in the brain. Um, but again, we we he got opposing research on both sides. Uh, if you're manufacturing aluminum, you definitely don't want to. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. They, uh, anyway, so you've seen in the last few years a big push for natural deodorants, and, and many of them have taken out aluminum, which is great, but they've also added in other things that aren't good for you, but they're always looking for, you know, number one thing people always wanted, does it work? Um, and it is important that it works, of course. Why use it if it doesn't work? Um, but nothing probably works quite like the aluminum does. Many natural deodorants have gotten bad reviews because, oh, wow, I still smell or it doesn't last very long or <clears throat> I need to keep reapplying it. Well, you know what? If you want to change to something natural, you do have to make a few changes in your life. And and But you need to consider, okay, some, some of the other deodorants that are out there, they use uh, baking soda, they use alcohol, they use acids. Um, and the list, we have a list and, and that'll be posted on our site. That's going to be another thing you can download as a PDF is, is we've got a, a list of ingredients that, uh, um, are common to deodorants, to skin care, uh, that are really not good to be applying to your skin. They, the, the, the thing is, you know, it's like the aluminum. You, you don't get an immediate negative result from these things. Typically, mm -hmm. it usually occurs over time. People develop rashes from baking soda, alcohol, usually not immediate. It usually comes from repeated use over time. Some people do react immediately to it. Some people have a hypersensitive skin. Mm -hmm. A hypersensitive skin person needs to consider their nutrition, the things they've been exposed to in life. Um, they may become hypersensitive because they were exposed to molds or other things in their life. Um, mm -hmm. And now their skin is hypersensitive to everything. So when we created this deodorant, one of the things I wanted is we need something to put on the skin that actually helps heal the skin. Not only is functional, the way you make it functional. Okay, we don't want to we don't want to stop your sweating, Nikki. Right. We don't want to stop the sweat. Sweat it's important to sweat. What sweat we want to do is stop the smell. You want to smell good. Okay. You know, I suggest to those that are heavy sweaters under their arms and their shirts are all wet all the time. Um, we're in the process of of creating some uh, some sweat pads. <laughs> for the heavy sweaters, you know, you yeah. you just put them in there under your shirt. They just stay in there, and 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 they keep you from looking all wet. Um, it, and for some, they got to do that because they're just a heavy sweater. However, if you're a real heavy sweater, you need to consider your diet and uh, emotional issues, things like that. There mm -hmm. may be ways to help with that. Otherwise, naturally. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, so the natural deodorant. What does it do? What makes you smell? What makes you swell are, are, are really two things. The main thing is bacteria growing under your arms. It's dark. Bacteria will grow on your feet, uh, under your arms, 
um, in those private areas where it's dark all the time, uh, you, you, you grow bacteria easier there. Bacteria likes the dark. Um, and bacteria produces a gas as it grows and, and lives, and that gas smells. Oh. And so that's how you start getting bad odors. So what do we want to do? We want to inhibit the growth of the bacteria. Okay. But we don't want to damage the skin in the process, right, or break up what we call the natural natural skin barrier um, the uh, or the natural protective barrier, NPB. That's what I like to call it. Um, what we want to do is enhance it. So the all the ingredients in our deodorants enhance it. Uh, they uh, we've we've got uh, the um, deionized water, so it's it's safe, it's neutral. Uh, the other thing you want to do is you don't want to disrupt the pH of the skin. The skin naturally is around a six pH, hmm. somewhere between five point eight to you know, 6.2, someone there is for the average person, average healthy person. Um, so uh, we wanted to make a deodorant that was matching that pH or very close to it. And mm -hmm. so our deodorants are roughly right around six. Um, they, uh, um, but many deodorants, many of the natural deodorants are not. Alcohol takes it up to a, to a very basic, to an eight. So does baking soda. So it, it now changed the whole pH of your skin and disrupted the natural barrier. If your natural barrier is disrupted, now you've just lost. You may have a temporary benefit. For instance, alcohol. All hand sanitizers are alcohol. You throw that alcohol in your hands, you rub it on, you feel like crap afterwards because now your hands are all dried out and, mm -hmm. and you turn it into a lizard skin. <laughs> and uh, um, because of it, because what it had to do, it just stripped off the natural skin barrier and and took it from what was what was a safe range of around a six pH up to an eight. Um, and so now your, your hands are exposed. Once the alcohol is dried, now you're exposed to everything in the environment. You know, they don't talk about that. Oh. Now, now, now for a while until your skin reproduces more oils. That's why I always suggest to somebody, if you're going to use that alcohol, put that alcohol on to kill whatever you think you've just touched or got on yourself, uh, whether, you know, no, no matter what fungus, bacteria, or virus you may have, come in contact with, if you're going to use that to kill it, I would quickly put something else on afterwards, uh, something that's still beneficial to your skin. Uh, we, we're in the process of developing our hand lotions, which are a great follow-up to mm -hmm. using a sanitizer to help, help immediately create that barrier on your hands oh, so nice. that you've just stripped away from from the alcohol you know yeah. we we have things that we, we created a solution um that's antimicrobial um but unfortunately because of fda rules uh regarding what you can call a hand sanitizer and what you can't uh, we can't call it a hand sanitizer we can't even say it's antimicrobial um oh, wow. because of the ridiculous government rules um even though everything in there and all the things in there are researched to to have that function uh, anyway, wow. so so we've got natural things in develop development and should shoot, soon have them up on our website for lotions that you can use post post uh, post hand sanitizer. Yes, post hand post sanitizer to, to to restore that skin barrier so that you're now s continue to be safe from anything you might go touch again. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, can I just say I um I've tried all the different deodorants out there because. When I got sick, I switched all of our products, and I was not able to find one that worked and that I loved. I mean, until I found uh, Nature by Ocean Made Naturals, because I tried the ones with baking soda, and I got rashes from them. And I tried, like, the other ones that have really creative advertising. The acid one. Um, 
I don't want to name the product, but I, it's a recent they product. Use a, I know what you're talking yeah. about. And they use and acid because acid does inhibit the bacterial growth, but it's not good. It's got a funky smell to it. And it just didn't really work for me. I didn't like it. It actually lowers the pH below what's natural for the skin. And so with yours, I I tend to get a red rash when I shave under my armpits. And it actually soothes the skin and heals the rash. So I thought that was like, you know, a win-win. I don't smell and it heals my skin. And And I spray it on my hands. I wipe it on my armpits. And then I can rub it anywhere on my body because it just is you know, soothing to the skin, which I love. That's I don't have to call, go wash my hands again. It's a whole body deodorant. Yeah, it's awesome. That's the other cool thing, you know, you can spray it on your armpits, your your your, your all your private parts, your feet, wherever you want to. Yeah. So, skin folds. Yes. So you're coming out with lotion next. Um, do you know after that which part of the products you're going to go to? Actually, we like to keep some of these things secret, Nikki. Ah, secrets. They, I like secrets. There's competition out there, you know. So our, our, really our goal between all four divisions, and we're looking at a fifth, um, to have a minimum of 100 products probably within the next two to three years. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. That's so, exciting. Yeah. Uh, really most is. of the ones we're starting out, we're focusing on Ocean Bay Naturals right now. We, we probably will have somewhere between six to ten products up before we – you know, our original plan was to get stuff going with Jack's Organics before the uh, growing season coming, which is coming soon. Yeah. So w we may have at least one product up for Jack's Organics by, by uh, in a couple of months, um, is my hope. Yeah. Um, but between between the four divisions, I I, I think we'll at least have a hundred products and and probably more within the next two or three years. That's awesome. And so when people want to try this deodorant, they can go to eBay. And they can also go, go to, to our website, website oceanbaynaturals.com. Don't you have a rebate or some yeah, special? Yeah, we, we cycle through on? sales offers um, are constantly coming up, and, and people can go um, and find links to those things on our website as well uh, to uh, to get those rebates to try the product. You know, we want people yeah. trying it. So we, we, we came up, you know, we have a one ounce, we have a two ounce, uh, we have a uh, between the, we did two five packs, uh, one we call the o Oasis, uh, uh, set and, or, and, and the other, the Woodlands. Um, so, uh, we put the unscented version, one of each in those set of five, but the other have the four scents that are more, uh, okay. you know, like the citrus, it's, it, it, citrus and the, uh, desert rain, um, so and the Tahitian mist, you know, th those are the ones that are in, in, in the other, in the o Oasis set. Yeah. Yeah, we want people to try them. So they're one-ounce bottles. One ounce is equal to about one month of underarm use, okay. um, which is uh, you know typical for a lot of deodorants you might buy, um, depending on the volume. But we sell it in a two-ounce, so it lasts a little longer. It's a little cheaper. And then we also sell it in an eight-ounce. Uh, so that would give you six to eight months. And if you like to use it all over the body, uh, mm -hmm. you know you get the smaller two ounce and we'll be selling it in sets eventually too, to where maybe you get the five ounce or with a, with a two ounce spray bottle so that you can oh, okay. have it and Refill. just buy the big one to begin with or <clears throat> anyway, yeah, we'll have lots of combinations over time. So those, they can that's go what's available now. Try. All yeah. And, 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 like. and we're getting it all over the main retail sites like Amazon, Walmart, eBay, Etsy, those those four seem to be the top, along with our website, and and there are more coming, and and hopefully eventually we'll have it in retail stores as well. So I'm sitting next to a mad scientist. It sounds like the creator. Well, the mad the probably inventor. fits well. I'm not sure about I, the rest. I know that's for sure. They, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not angry, mad. Just just a little crazy. Just, just fun, mad. They, uh, yeah, <laughs> clap twice. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> well, gosh, thanks so much for sharing with us today about all your products and what you have in store in the future. And I think you have a lot of really cool stuff going on. And um, I'm looking forward to trying them all out eventually. Thanks, Nikki. And yeah. in the future, too, we'll, we will be comparing our products with others. You know, we'll bring some of the other products in and, and, and do some comparisons. And, and uh, that'll be fun, too. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for listening today, you guys. Uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We will double check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog, and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. All blog posts, podcasts, and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if Health Talk with Dr. Kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed. The Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast is a production of The Orange Stack with executive producers Dr. Kell Fullerton and Eric Hammond and host Nikki Sterling.